Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to discuss an article from the October issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled Pricing Corn Destined for Feeding as Silage, Snaplage, Earlage, or Grain. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by the co-authors, Dr. Alfredo de Constanza, who's a Nebraska Extension educator focused on feedlot management systems, as well as Shannon Sand, who's a Nebraska Extension educator and also part of the team with the Center for Ag Profitability. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Well, as we record this, it is corn harvest time. There's some harvest happening across the state. I've seen a high moisture corn already be being put up. Already corn's been put up as silage. Some places dry grain being harvested as well. In this article, you highlight just different ways or different things to think through as people might be considering trying to buy something besides dry grain. How do you price that? How do you evaluate the moisture content and then price that back accordingly, really tying that to a local elevator price for dry grain? Walk through with us just some things to think through for producers who are trying to price these different ways to harvest a corn crop and give them some framework in terms of things to think through with that. Aaron, I think I'll I'll go first since it was uh, something that I've been hoping to do uh, for a long, long time. We fed cattle at University of Minnesota in prior years, and uh, the the agronomy crew would price or corn based on the standing value of the crop, uh, which in essence constituted the corn grain content of the crop. That was the main consideration for coming in at this uh, calculator, that uh, in principle, if we are maybe, you might say, within a corporation, a family, or back to the research uh, entity that the University of Minnesota was, to appraise that corn crop so that the livestock system can utilize it and fairly compensate the agronomy side of the of the corporation or the university or the family business. And uh, it, the, the first portion of that calculator it deals uh, precisely with that is how much corn grain is contained in the crop, what is the value that could be obtained through an elevator with a proper correction for moisture content on the price, and then the transformation of that to tonnage of the desired crop to be harvested for feed, be it silage, snaplage, earlage, or high moisture corn. So that's the main driver of, of that feature. And uh, we can talk a little bit more about the secondary driver or the alternative driver of, of the calculator in a, in a minute. So talk a little more about the calculator. This is an Excel-based spreadsheet tool that you've put together just to help people think through, based on a local corn elevator price, how might we value this crop? That is correct. And uh, the main drivers, uh, let's just take the simplest uh, approach and say, you know, based on a dry grain harvest, uh, which, uh, as you indicated earlier, we are at that point in the in the state. What is the, the the value of the alternative feed crop harvest? And the simplest approach at this using that calculator is to consider high moisture grain harvest, which obviously occurs a few weeks prior to dry grain harvest. And so in that case, the user would go to the moisture content of the crop on the far right column of the calculator, having established what the baseline is for price, for yield per acre, 
and number of acres under consideration. So on the right column of that, the calculator itself, one would enter moisture content anticipated or actual for high moisture grain, which you know could be in the range of 25% to 30, maybe 2% moisture. Those are the appropriate moistures to harvest high moisture corn. And then the second row under that would be uh, using 100% grain, obviously we're, ha- we're harvesting high moisture grain. So then the calculator would transform both the estimate of the dry yield and the price for the dry corn to a price and a yield as if it was high moisture grain. And it fully compensates the grain crop based on the, on the bid and the volume of the crop is expected on bushels per acre. So it really is driven by dollars per acre return, gross return as estimated from the price and the yield based on 15.5% moisture content dry grain as a basis. So I think for many people, the thought around high moisture corn really does make sense. You know, we're just dealing with a crop that's wetter as we take it out of the field. But let's transition now and talk about some crops where we're including a forage as part of that harvest. I'm thinking here of snaplage, earlage, and then silage itself. Obviously, silage, we're taking the whole plant. And so approximately half of that is a forage base versus a grain base. Uh, just talk through with us alongside those options. How do we value some of this forage as we think about taking that out of the field? And that is correct. And I guess what uh, one might uh, consider is uh, the, the top portion of this calculator simply uses the corn grain value. We can, again, discuss what happens when we incorporate the actual costs and the actual worth of the crop itself. Uh, But for instance, as you indicated, for corn silage, the user would go to the proportion of corn grain expected in the silage. And typically that ranges from 40 to 50 percent. Even in the driest years, we were able to and low yields, we were able to get 45% grain content on a dry matter basis for silage. And then at that point, then the the user would uh, choose uh, moisture content of the crop again. In this case, for silage, we would be looking at maybe 60%. You know, there are cases, Aaron, as you indicated earlier, that uh, one may end up with 50%. So that can also be, that can be chosen at that point. It's It's really a a user-defined value. And at the end, it will provide an estimate of the tonnage. It will provide an estimate of the dollars per ton to properly compensate the grain portion of the harvest. At this point, we're not dealing with costs. We're not dealing with any packing, anything, just simply saying to the agronomy side of the business, here's what we think we owe you because we're taking this much corn grain away from you. The stover or the the stocks would be property of the agronomy side of the business. Yeah, so what I hear you saying is this is really just valuing the grain portion of the crop. We need to make sure that we take into account whatever forage is being removed and value that as well. Is that correct? That that is correct. That is yeah, this is again, this is a transaction simply and again, we're we're talking just about the the value transaction the upper portion of the calculator that indicates what should you pay the yourself or somebody else for just the grain contained and what you're taking away. Uh, as we proceed in this discussion, we'll talk a little bit about 
costs and the actual worth uh, mm -hmm. when we consider the rest of the elements of producing this crop for feed. So let's shift gears and talk about that a bit, because I think that is frequently where there gets to be some question and there's a lot of factors. And I'll just throw another one out is just as we think about harvesting high moisture corn, obviously we have the opportunity to harvest that earlier. So for some folks, that's an advantage. Uh, we don't have the risk of a weather event that might result in more eardrop. So there can be some other advantages to harvesting the crop for for silage or for snaplage or earlage or high moisture corn, other than just uh, the benefit of, uh, you know, harvesting it as dry grain. So I think there's some other things that we probably won't talk about today, but need to be recognized that could have some value uh, for the farmer as well in terms of thinking about how they harvest the crop. For sure, Aaron. Uh, and, you know, uh, you've indicated that quite well. Silage removes everything. And at some point, one might say from the agronomy side of the operation that the livestock side of the business needs to compensate the agronomy side for, for that, obviously, because nothing is left in that in that field, right? And so we handle that on a different approach, many different arrangements out there. Someday, as we uh, maybe put this calculator on an app, we uh, Shannon and I could consider perhaps adding a manure value and a fertilizer value, both, you know, the yeah. fertilizer value to the residue and a manure value to the crop coming coming back to the crop. Yeah, that would be a good idea. So let's circle back and just think about this calculator and the tool. And obviously, mm -hmm. again, as we think about different ways to harvest the corn crop, of course, the dry grain portion is is really the base value for how you arrive with the dollars per acre. But then also, as we think about the forage portion, what are some ways to think about valuing that as we think about compensating the agronomy side, as you say, uh, making sure that we're capturing the value that's really there? Right. And I think the initial approach, it, it is already built into another calculator I have, which I haven't put out there, but it is uh, given fertilizer value. Obviously, that changes probably mostly every spring mm -hmm. to the residue that will be taken away by the livestock operation. That calculator for earlich, for example, will assume about 40% of the forage to be left back as residue. But then if we're using that, then one might ask the question, is there manure credits to be added back? And uh, again, that's maybe part of a different discussion, but those two tend to almost uh, zero themselves out when it comes to considering what gets removed from the silage and what gets returned as manure. The challenge comes when it's probably a feedlot that does not sell back the manure or the manure does not find its way back to that crop field. So for the remainder of this calculator, and Shannon was very helpful in getting this evaluated, is what we have, Aaron, is the, a list of items that constitutes the expenses in harvesting the crop as corn or the alternative feed crop. And what we use was reference to the previous year's farm business management report mm -hmm. for direct and overhead expenses. No effort was made to incorporate any government payments, but there is a line item for labor. So when you click on the reference column, you can choose either a Minnesota-based or a Nebraska-based reference value. It has to be 2022 or the previous year, and 
you know, if we move into 24, because we obviously do not know the cause for the current year. So then the rest of the calculator on the right column allows us the opportunity to either fill in values from that reference list or fill in our own values. And there would be values for fertilizers, seed, irrigation, if the corn is under irrigation, and then any overhead expenses, any labor expenses, taxes, uh, miscellaneous. And then particularly for the feed crop that we're evaluating, there is a segment that obviously remains blank on the reference side of, of the list, but it can be added as an estimation or an actual cost of harvesting the crop for anything but corn grain, and then packaging and supplies to achieve fermentation. And so once we follow all the way down to the bottom line, we will have on the left side reference column what the dollars per bushel worth of the crop as grain is, and then the dollars per ton worth of the crop as a feed crop, whatever the user may have chosen. And Shannon helped me to be sure that we had all those values uh, checked in from the from the reference values. Yeah. So Shannon, talk a little bit about the references or the resources that go into this calculator in terms of where do the numbers come from? I think that's important for people to understand as they think about using the calculator. How are those numbers arrived at? What's the source for those? Yeah, so these numbers are really important because they are from the farm business management surveys. Uh, this is 2022s. So that they're very important because, again, they, they account for our overhead costs, our direct expenses. We don't have indirect expenses in here, if I recall correctly. Again, Alfredo, correct me if I'm wrong. So. About as much as can be included in the overhead, correct? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we included a lot in here. I feel like it was it's it's a pretty thorough accounting for, again, most of the overhead and direct expenses that people think of when they think of doing this and probably a few they don't. So those are really important in terms of reference prices. So they're averages from the 2022 surveys. Um, I believe we have both Nebraska and Minnesota's in here. That and, is correct. And, and the main reason for that is that's where we have complete sets of yep. land tenure, uh, rented or owned. Yep. So so those are really important, again, especially when we're trying to make these estimates, either you know before we make a decision on whether or not to harvest this crop or how to harvest it, kind of like you spoke to earlier, Aaron, you know, just to really be able to look at and see, okay, how expensive is this going to be? What is the cost? And as Alfredo said, you know, when we're looking at it from, you know, whether you're a feeder cattle person or you're someone who is an agronomy on the agronomy side, like, okay, what is the value of my potential crop? if I harvested earlier versus later and things like that. So accounting for these expenses really, really help with that, especially again, you know, this is 2022 numbers, but those are really important. And especially given the changes we've had in the markets in the last few years in terms of just our overhead expenses. So they've gone up quite a, quite a bit. So Alfredo, Shannon, anything else on this calculator you think would be valuable for folks to understand as we point towards wrapping up? I think, Aaron, it's critical to remember the things you mentioned earlier that we spent a little time on. And uh, for the sake of simplicity at the moment, I just didn't think it was important to, I mean, it is important, but it would complicate things to 
include how to appraise the forage proportion of the of the product you're you're marketing to your neighbor as a livestock operator. That will be coming and and hopefully in the next year or so. Uh, those mechanics of that uh, system have been figured out. It's it's just not integrated into this calculator. Uh, I figure that for the time being, it's way more important to to get this information out to the public. Uh, it, it was almost late, <laughs> maybe, uh, considering where the state is in terms in terms of harvest. Uh, look for those changes. Look for the opportunity for us to post this calculator as an app and perhaps maybe someday have it so it's uh, phone driven or iPad driven. I think uh, we want the users to to have a good experience with it. Uh, it has me- been made to be fairly simple um, and yet very informative. Mm-hmm. I have run a few simulations myself on it. I encourage others to do the same. Um, and much, you know, much of the information contained in there holds itself together quite well. References between yield uh, in bushels per acre to yield per ton on silage or on earlich or snaplage um, do very well in the transformation. And then lastly, the yield of uh, uh, corn grain expressed back as high moisture corn confirms the back the price of uh, the crop in dollars per bushel by correcting for the moisture, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's ready to go. And we hope uh, it's something that uh, listeners can use, uh, if not so much this year anymore, maybe as we go further north, maybe they will. And then uh, beyond here in any other location, uh, the, the, the matrix for that uh, system is set so that uh, we can change, make a few alterations and and add even alternative crops in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I would add is that, you know, there's an op- option and opportunity to add alternative crops. But I also think even though the year's almost over in terms of this, I think this is a great planning tool. Um, again, from from my side, I do a lot with like strategic planning uh, and just marketing planning. And I, I think this tool is really useful when you're looking at it like, from beforehand, again, even planning for next year, you know, I think this tool is really helpful at getting kind of a a bird's eye view of everything or the 50,000 foot view, whatever you want to call it, that it can really help in terms of planning and decision making or getting an idea of what you want to do prior to harvest. That's an excellent point, Shannon. Alfredo, Shannon, thanks again for putting the tool together and for joining me today. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, thanks. Well, for more information on the article that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, you can find this at the beef.unl.edu website. The Excel-based spreadsheet tool we talked about is linked in the article. Again, the title of the article, Pricing Corn Destined for Feeding as Silage, Staplage, Earlage, or Grain.